Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast, where we break down all things related to gaming. Today we are going to be covering This Week in Gaming, giving some of our thoughts over news stories over the last seven days, and giving our thoughts. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he had retired from shredding the guitar a few years back, but rumor has it he might be ready to pick it back up again. It's Josh. <laughs> Excellent. That was good, wasn't it? I, wish you I guys expected could no see, less. Because because when you talk too loud, the Discord mutes it out, and then Josh is just like miming the his <laughs> just just air guitar. guitar. I have no clue what it sounded like, but I could oh, just see it was. You must have find gold. out, buddy. <laughs> Very nice. And then joining Josh and me, he is our resident web slinger. He's not going to have to wait too much longer before he's swinging around and fighting his way around New York City again. It's Ryan. That's my webs. If you guys didn't get it, there we go. <laughs> also, cut out on Discord. So, oh, that was even better than. So it looked like you were just doing this creepy, like winger, like finger wiggle thing. Yeah, there was definitely some fondle yes. look to the the web slinging that you had going on there. <laughs> there we go. All right. Guys, let's jump right into it. I think probably the biggest news story here is that Spider-Man 2 is set to release tomorrow. Can't believe that it's already here. Critic reviews have started coming in this week, and things are looking very good for this next Spider-Man entry. Right now, the game is sporting a 91 out of 100 on Metacritic, which would make it the 10th highest rated game of the PS5 of all time. That puts it only behind a couple of games like The Witcher 3, Hades, the Resident Evil 4 remake. It puts it above some very good titles like Disco Elysium and the Dead Space remake. Wow. Ryan, you are the biggest fan of Spider-Man between the three of us. Are you counting down the minutes until you get to play? I am. Unfortunately, I'll be doing something that I would rather be doing because I'll be up in the forest and, and frolicking <laughs> with the elk in the wilderness. But but I am super excited and my son is very upset because I'm making him wait till I get oh, back to play. You're so, such a mean dad. Daddy's man. daddy's rules. If I'm going to buy yeah. it, you got to wait for me, buddy, cuz I I sat and I watched him play through the Miles Morales one like 15 times and he just played and played and I hung out with him so he can wait for me and we can experience it together. Now, oh. the, the fact that it's getting really good reviews, does that hype you up even more or is it like you'd just be hyped regardless? 
I would definitely be hyped regardless, but with what I've read and um, the things that I've seen, the, the the slight things that I've seen that they changed, I'm very excited for. Um, some of the stuff they they got hotkeys now for uh, up to four gadgets, so you can't just spam gadgets when you're you know in your battles and things like that. Um, the parry system's supposed to be a little bit different um, and a little bit better, and more enjoyable. So there's a lot of cool things that I think they did. To make the gameplay even more enjoyable. Because it was already great. It was already amazing. Swinging through New York City is fantastic. But once you got into the battle, sometimes it was kind of eh, repetitive. And just kind of you just get through and go on to your next thing. I'm excited to know that with the ratings this high, I have a feeling that they hit the mark on what they did with the changes to the combat system and, and the other parts of the game. Well, I think one of the interesting things is that while I have enjoyed all of the Spider-Man games, normally the storyline I find to be not terribly interesting. To me, the fun is flying around, well, you know what I mean, web-slinging your way around and then getting into combat. A lot of the reviews are saying that this is an incredibly emotional storyline and that that's kind of what's setting this one apart. So that, to me, is what's making me more and more hyped for Spider-Man 2, where I didn't really care a whole lot before. Um, like I said, I like the games, but I'm never hyped for it. But if they start bringing in higher quality storytelling, now you're talking my language, where I'm far more likely to pick it up. See, this is what's getting me as somebody that's never played a Spider-Man game. I'm seeing the same things. And the thing that stood out to me with a lot of the reviews that I read about it was the story. People are saying this is emotional, man. Like you will you will feel sad, you will feel happy, you know, like it actually will impact your emotions. And to me, that's what sets a game like this apart. Like if you look at I'll reference God of War. Like the combat in God of War, I love, but it's not super in depth. I mean, it's kind of button mashy. You know, it starts to get kind of repetitive by the end of the game, but it's the story that goes along with it that takes everything and puts it all together. So if you're telling me that Spider-Man, hey, maybe the combat's a little repetitive after a while, maybe it's not super in-depth, you know, but you're getting this really awesome emotional story to go along with it. To me, that sounds like this is a complete package and I actually really want to play this game now. Like, my only question is like, can I just jump straight into Spider-Man 2? 100%. Yes. Okay. I, sure. I mean, I, I know Spider-Man and I know the villains like Sandman and, and you know, the, the uh, what's the hunter guy's name? Kraken the Hunter or whatever his name is. I can't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. But clearly, it's like, you know, Spider-Man really well. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Marvel <laughs> to a degree. Um, so it's like, I, you know, I feel like I could, and I don't know that there's any like required knowledge of the previous Spider-Man games. I mean, just like any uh, any sequel, it's going to help, but you can always hop in, I think. I, I think you'll be fine because the biggest thing is going to be, like like Paul said, the enjoyment of just swinging around, getting into the battles. Um, I'm a horrible sucker for a story. I get drawn into anything. Uh, the, the family, my family always makes fun of me because I'll be walking by and then they do the same pose for me because I'll stop, I'll cross my arms, and then I'll just get sucked into a kid TV show. <laughs> and I'll stand, I'll stand there for 20 minutes and then they'd be like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, oh no, I got to go get something and I'll walk away, you know, but like, I'm like, I come back and poke in and stuff. I get sucked into anything. So, um, I, I love the last story of it. I got emotional. I get emotional on, you know, the uh, God of War. I, I just, it's who I am. I, and I love these stories. So to hear that, um, people, 
who are critics and stuff like that, that are professionals that are saying how good the story is, gets me really hyped. That makes me really excited because I already love the game. I love the combat. I love uh, the play, the gameplay of aspect. So if I got a crazy story to go along with it, that's just all the better. Well, all things are looking up because there are 117 reviews on Metacritic and every single one is positive. There are no neutral or negative reviews. The lowest score currently is an 80 or a four out of five. Uh, everyone seems to really love it. In fact, one of the earlier reviews actually labeled it the greatest superhero game ever made. Obviously, that's very high praise. I was trying to think, like, I don't know if you guys have an answer off the top of your head. What do you think the greatest superhero game would be? I mean, I know Josh would say Gotham Knights because no. he loved oh, it so don't much. Don't you do that to me, but- Superman '98? <laughs> oh, don't you do that? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um- <laughs> I'm trying to think how many actual superhero games there are. Arkham, I, the, Arkham City, dude. Arkham City is my. I was answer. gonna say that is probably the the main like competitor that most people would think about. I will say the Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out was actually really good. I think that game was criminally undersold Agreed. and kind of underhyped because it was a really well done game. Um, but yeah, I think Arkham is the way to go as far as comparable you know, superhero type games. But then again, that's DC and nobody likes DC. So yeah, not, not generally, but yeah, at least those were good quality games. All right. Before moving on to the next story, we want to make sure to let everyone know to come follow us on socials everywhere at video gamers pod. Also come check out Patreon support options. We continue to exist because of listener support. It starts just five bucks a month. Supporters get to unlock some amazing perks like ad-free episodes a day early. You also get two bonus episodes every month. Go check it out at MultiplayerSquad.com. Just All real right. quick, a thing on the yeah. socials too, because I know a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I listen to the podcast. Our social media, we've been putting a ton of effort into it, but this is where you get things like the Spider-Man. I, I just earlier today posted the Metacritic score for Spider-Man and a quick little summary of like what people are saying about it. We post, hey, here's upcoming game releases that you might have forgotten about. I mean, there is a ton of content that's going out. So it's not just us talking about the podcast in that regard. Like we legitimately are trying to be like your news and gaming source in that regard. Um, So if you're not following us on socials, take the time, go follow us, because I think you'll find the content like up your alley and rewarding for aspects other than the podcast. Oh, yeah. And sometimes we solicit for listener questions that we answer on the podcast, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, definitely hit us up there. All right. So moving on to the next story, there is an interesting game that released this week. It is called Wild Card Football. It is available on PC and all consoles. Um, we did get a couple of review keys from them. So thank you very much for that. We want to say thanks. Thank you. We were all able to hop in and uh, play a little bit. To let our listeners know, this is a 7v7 football game. It is far more arcade style than like simulation or realistic. It is much more akin, I would say, to NFL Blitz than yeah, it is yeah. to Madden. Yeah. Uh, how would you guys describe the experience of playing wildcard football? So I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a while back that I was talking about I miss the days of NFL Blitz and Mutant League football. Yeah. And yeah. lo and behold... All of a sudden, apparently I'm not the only one because these devs came out and they released a football game that is very akin to those days. And I love this kind of throwback because I'll be honest, I suck at Madden. 
I, I'm not good at it. I don't like ultra realistic games. I don't get into Forza and those type like, like of racing game. Give me the arcade games. That's what I grew up with. That's what I sure. want to play. Cruise in the USA. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I like cruising USA, man. I do too. So (laughs) it's, it's one of those things where I really like seeing this style of game. And I got to say that wildcard football did a really good job of capturing that the seven on seven aspect. You have a playbook that's, you know, eight run plays, eight pass plays. Um, you, you know, it's, it's the same thing on defense. This is what you are familiar with. You press a to hike the ball and then you press the button to the receiver that you want to throw it to. You can stiff arm, you can juke. It's all very simple, but it just works. Um, so for me, I actually really enjoy this. Um, they, they have the kind of gimmick for this game is that you get these cards. Now this is where the, the title wild card football comes in, but every play you can use a card and that gives you some kind of boost, whether it's a, a, a like a speed boost to your receivers or your quarterback, or maybe your linemen get ultra strong to crazy things where you can become an absolute juggernaut and your running back <laughs> transforms into the size of like Godzilla and then just bowls through the enemy team. You're the Hulk, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really are. <laughs> yeah. and, and so that's the the kind of you know twist on this game is that you get these cards that you can you can play. And they affect the outcome of that play only, but they can get kind of wild. And and I don't know. I just I really enjoy this kind of arcade style. I'm really glad to see that somebody went back to this well and did it. Uh, it did a really good job on it. That's awesome, Brian. I know you appreciate the announcer because they actually paid and got Chris Berman to announce these games. Wrong sport, but bonus points for yeah. the Berman impersonation. That's just always, <laughs> that's what I think of whenever I hear Berman. Um, but I, I, uh, I was just playing Blitz. Like we, I went over to my buddy's house. He got a new house, kind of had a little housewarming party. We were playing a, a bunch of different games, party games, you know, um, he's the one I used to play Destiny with a ton, so we played some Destiny and stuff, but we got on NFL Blitz, and I was instantly taken back and and hooked on it. And we played. I made them all play a bunch of games, partly probably because I was just destroying everybody. But I had so <laughs> much fun. And then you know, Wild Card Football comes out. It, it was awesome. I loved. I love the background like trash talk that you hear. You yeah. know, like when you're playing, and this guy he starts talking crap to you, and then or like, oh yeah, that wasn't that good, you know. And, and then the guy comes <laughs> and and he gets a sack, so then he just does like a snow angel in in the grass. And I had a blast playing the game. I loved um, what they did with it. It it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So this one has a price tag of forty bucks. And if you pick this one up on PC, I know that some people were having some controller issues in Steam. I had that same issue as well. I quickly figured out the problem. You just had to switch the layout of the controller and then it worked completely fine. Um, So if you want to pick it up on PC or console, I think it's really fun to play. I personally think it's like it it works so well handheld. So playing this on something like the Switch, I think is like the perfect venue for it. And you can just play quick matches. If you're the kind of person that just wants to crush match after match after match, you can just sit and play a whole bunch of these in a row. And I think a lot of people will have a lot of fun. So, yeah, once again, it's called Wildcard Football. You can check that one out. All right. Well, it's time for our break, and then we'll be right back. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, moving along in our news stories of the week. We do have some sad news for fans of X Defiant. As a reminder, X Defiant, if you don't remember, is Ubisoft's upcoming free-to-play first-person arena shooter. I know that we have all been pretty hyped. We've covered it pretty extensively on this podcast. Uh, Ryan and I got to play the open beta back in June. The game, unfortunately, has been delayed several times. It has been delayed once again. Uh, X not going to give it to you quite yet. It was, <laughs> it was <Yes>. initially... <laughs> all right, thank that you, Ryan. so good. <laughs> <laughs> the game was supposed to come out this past summer. It got delayed. They were saying it would probably be October. Now we're seeing it's delayed again. If you remember, even just last month, we talked about how the game failed certification with PlayStation and Xbox. They are saying that because of community feedback from beta testing last month, they are tweaking things. Specifically, they talked about like character movement issues. I know that I'm sad because we've all been waiting for the next multiplayer game that we can all hop into. And I think we were all kind of banking on X Defiant, and now we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Well, I guess it'll just have to be Endless Dungeon, guys. Oh, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Throwback to our Uh, Squadcast episode. Um, You know, you say this is sad news, Paul, but honestly, I view this as good news. Um, I, I, you know, I was reading what they were talking about with the the issues with movement. They were talking about sliding and just, you know, going from like walking to sprinting and that it just didn't quite feel right. And they really did like a ton of digging into that because people are saying, hey, it's like something's just not feeling right with all this. And they looked and they went, you know what? You guys are right. Um, There is actually some instances of frame lag that are preventing people from sliding properly or transitioning into the, the slide the right way and just making it that buttery smooth feeling that they're going for. And so they said, you know what? We're going to delay the game. We don't want to release it if it doesn't feel right. And I'm, I'll be honest, man, as much as I want to play this game, I have gotten to where I am 100% in support of delaying a game if it's going to make it better. Like, I, you know, and I like the fact that instead of just throwing it out there and starting to accrue money through these microtransactions, because let's be honest, it's a free to play game, they have to make money somehow. They're saying, We're just going to wait. We want this to be the best game that we can make. We want it to feel good. We want it to come out and play good. And I really like that. And so I'm, I'm fine with it, man. Now with all of this, uh, you know, frame spikes and things like that. Did you, when we played Paul, did you notice that? Cause I'm, I don't think that I noticed it. Not at all. This is actually what I was going to say too. Now I would never, I would never accuse a studio. I would. I would. (laughs) 
of maybe maybe making excuses. I, I don't I don't know what's really going wrong here. Yeah. I can't imagine that something as minor as infrequent minor lag spikes while sliding is enough of an issue to delay a game. I don't know. Like I I, I just wonder if there's anything else going on. That's all. Well, like, say. look at the, here's the quote from from Mark Rubin, the executive producer. A great example of feedback from the public test session was around a movement feeling off. Yeah, attributed to issues of frame spikes. Did feel off, off to you guys? Feeling it no, didn't feel off. No, no not at all. Noobs, man. Not man, you guys all. are terrible at <laughs> maybe, this game. Maybe because we were dead most of the time. I don't know, but. <laughs> There's a lot of respawning. Yeah, I will there's admit. a lot of. We were getting back into like first person shooters. It's been a while. See, yeah. You guys got to do it like I do. Like, oh come on, that, that was lag. I had that guy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I have they're all cheaters according dude. to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Wall hacks, aimbot. <laughs> oh, we have been so desperate for multiplayer games that I have tried dragging you guys back into PUBG. You have, and it only worked one <sighs> afternoon. I have been playing so much PUBG because I just want another shooter right now. I've been having a blast with it, but man, I I just want X Defiant to come out because I want to have a new multiplayer game to play with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we I will. can't. I I want to get in PUBG, Paul, but like we played a match or two, we got absolutely obliterated by all the dudes that have never stopped playing PUBG for the last five years. Yeah. Ryan and I, because you had to go early. Ryan and I were like, let's play a few more matches. We played like four more. <laughs> we played like four matches, but we did the the bot matches where there's only eight other real oh, people in them. Just casual to, mode. Just, just yeah. because we were trying to get used to the keys again and the flow of the game and all that. I will say I did have fun. Like, I, like I, as it much as fun. I hate to admit it, I did have fun. I just don't know that I have the desire to put in the time to get good again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the problem was like the pacing of PUBG is different than like Warzone or Apex or something like that. And it it requires like some some muscle memory and some getting used to the the jankiness sure. and stuff like that that's still there. Um the game is a lot better. I like all the drops and all that stuff for sure, but I just don't know that I have the patience to get back into it with you. All I know is I hope you don't drive in real life like you do in PUBG. Oh, oh! Hey, we were running proud. into everything. We, we drove straight through a red zone, Paul, we and the did, whole though. time we, we were did. just going. Ignore them. If we <laughs> die, Paul is never going to hear the end of this. Red zones don't like, matter. Boom, 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 they don't boom. matter. You will die one in a thousand red zones. Just ignore them. Uh, okay, we got to play more. I, I think I played like 15 matches on Saturday, and I think I had four chicken dinners. I got a whole bunch of second and third place finishes. You know if you ping us, I've been us, having Paul, so much fun. You, you realize if you just I say, know. hey, Josh, Ryan, do you guys want to play PUBG? I would be there. I can't say no. And then I, know, I hear the problem- about Paul playing these 15 <laughs> matches, and I'm like, where yeah. was my invite? Dude, come on. <laughs> I know. I need to ping you guys. When I sit down, I, I say in my head, I should probably play with my kids today because it's the weekend. I'll just play one match and then I'll finish second. I'm like, dang, I got to do another one. It was so close. And next thing I know, I've played a bunch. And I'm like, I should be playing with Josh and Ryan. Yeah. I just got to start pinging you. I love I love how this twig just turned into a PUBG. A PUBG. <laughs> I know. And, and we trashed PUBG so oh, much man. on this podcast for the state of it. But I was actually very pleasantly surprised how much I've been enjoying getting back into it. All right. So after, you know, uh, uh, I, I think with X Defiant, 
so many people had so much fun in the beta that there's actually a lot of positive buzz about it. Yeah, there yes. is. I was kind of wondering, like, what's going to be the next big multiplayer game? And this kind of came out of nowhere. Everyone kind of seems to say, I didn't think it was going to be that good, but it actually plays pretty well. So the fact that it's delayed, I think everyone's just feeling a little bit bummed because we we want the next big thing. Now, talking about the next big thing, um, this isn't a, a, a new thing, but maybe the next big old thing that I've been waiting for for a long time is Guitar Hero. Oh, now, yes. we have not had a Guitar Hero game in eight years, I believe. I think 2015 was Guitar Hero Live. But now with Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard finally almost concluding, Bobby Kotick held an internal town hall meeting and while talking about AI, just seemingly randomly name-checked Guitar Hero in the middle of this. And I'm just going to go ahead and read the quote. The reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without these different types of resources. And so, you know, just the endless possibilities for the future are incredibly exciting. What do you guys think about this dropping Guitar Hero in a meeting like this? I I love it. I'm here for it. I I miss the days of rock band. Um, you know, watching your buddy try to beat some song in Guitar Hero and then going, "Give me, give me, give me the guitar. It's my turn. It's my turn now." <laughs> you know, let me let me give it a yeah. try, and and just doing that. I don't know what happened to the rhythm games. To be honest, like, did they just become too repetitive after yeah, a little while? Dude. Like, I, I mean, I'll there be honest. So many. I don't have the patience to try to learn a song that is too hard. I have Beat Saber on my Oculus and I can get to a certain point where they start just flying at me really fast and I can't keep up. And then I just go, I'm content playing medium difficulty to where I can actually get through these songs. I don't have the patience to sit there and try to grind that next difficulty level. But that said, I do enjoy these types of games on the right difficulty level. So if Guitar Hero gets re-released, I like the idea I just don't know if I sat down and I picked up the guitar and I tried to play it, would I go, oh yeah, this is why they died out. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing nothing will make you hate a song more than playing one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> just continuously doing the same one over and over trying to do it. Um, I don't know. I feel, I know obviously Paul loves loves the game um, and, and that whole kind of genre series. Um, I just think that, type of just a, a handheld instrument playing i just think that's time has maybe passed um i mean if if it doesn't and they come back and it sells well you know and, and a lot of people are happy that's awesome um was it fun back then absolutely um i just don't know how the market would kind of view it nowadays with, you know what what we have going on you know, with with games and the Oculus, like you said. I, I mean, I, I for me, I'd much rather play Beat Saber or something like that. Yeah, that's that's where you go with this, <laughs> Ryan. You yeah. take Just it to VR. Each other. Yeah. yeah, dude, you put it in VR. Each person has an instrument at their house. We're in VR, but we're on a stage. Okay. And Hold on. I You're am blowing just my mind right now. rocking out. I look over at Ryan. I start pointing to you, and yeah. it's your drum can... solo, Ryan. And you're like, yeah. Dude, okay. I would I'm lose on board. my mind. I am instantly on board. Let's start a band. <laughs> We're starting a VR band. <laughs> That's the thing. If you bring back Guitar Hero, you got to go with the full band. I want them to go all yes. out. We got to bring back vocals. Yep. Josh. You're doing vocals in oh, our band. No. We're throwing we're throwing that <laughs> I'm to sorry, you. Guys. 
<laughs> oh man josh loves singing on the pod yeah you got to do drums you got to bring in the whole band i really hope that's what they do uh when i go to dave and busters with my family there are only two things that i will play and i love going to dave and busters because they have guitar hero arcade i will play it with my son james we spent about 20 straight minutes playing guitar hero last time we went and connect Four basketball <laughs> i that really fun. love that i played that one um, I have looked into buying custom-made Guitar Hero cabinets for my house, and it's way outside of my price range. <laughs> but maybe one day down the road, that's like one of my dreams is like just to get a good quality version of that for my house. I, I we've talked about it on the show. If you look up Rock Band Four, unopened copies are like a thousand dollars. Like you can buy full-blown real-life instruments far cheaper. But I am all about this. I really hope we see a big revival. I think the industry dumped way too many rhythm games on us. Remember when we had like DK Bongos and yeah. you had DJ Hero and you bunch, had yeah. like every week there was a new one coming out. And I think everyone just got too sick of it too fast. Now that some time has passed, I, I wonder if there's a new market for it. You just like you, you, you said it, Paul, you can't just release Guitar Hero and say, here's a guitar again. You have to add that next layer. You have to make it multiplayer, social, you know, you, you have to do something like that to get everybody back into it. If it's just, here's a game, here's a guitar. We've gone back eight years. That's not going to do it. But I have a feeling they know that, which is why he was referencing the technology and the abilities they have now. So that's what I'm hopeful for. Man, I was, you guys were like pointing at me and I'm like, what yeah. are you yeah. pointing at me for? And then it kind of, you clicked. were literally <laughs> saying what we were thinking. I was like, clicked and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, not, I mean, cause you could even have like, you know, your quote unquote clan or your band. Yeah. And then you guys compete on who has the best score on different songs. Oh, yeah. And oh, man, dude, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could totally. be a, a Metallica cover band. There you go. In <laughs> VR. Go. Sure. In VR. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're very quickly running out of time. This last thing we'll just kind of mention in passing here, but we have mentioned on this podcast about Lollipop Chainsaw coming back around. And this unfortunate, well, maybe fortunately, maybe unfortunately, depending on your perspective, initially they were saying this was going to be a full remake of the game. If you don't know anything about Lollipop Chainsaw, I don't know that it's aged incredibly well, but just go watch a couple minutes of footage on YouTube. Um, if you are a, a middle-aged man like we are, you you might immediately wonder if you're being put on a list because it's hard to believe that this game was like mainstream not all that long ago. But very bananas, very over the top in every possible way. The game itself was, I believe, written by James Gunn, who did like Suicide Squad and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, things like that. It turns out that it is just going to be a remaster. So they wanted to keep all the core mechanics intact. It'll just be a new shiny set of paint. And they said the only real change is to the soundtrack because you always have issues with like music licensing over time. Yeah. So they're swapping around some of the music, but it will just be a remaster. Wah, I have wah. a sense you guys don't really care, though, Dude, one way you, or another. I will say this. You're the one, Paul, that brought up Lollipop Chainsaw and the remake. I, I mean, yeah. it was probably over a year ago, and I had it was a never even heard of this. And I think they released a gameplay trailer or some kind of trailer. I remember watching it and I went, 
this looks bananas. It's right up my alley. Like this is this legitimately it's just so like, weird. The, yes, exactly. And then so I remember getting excited about it, and then we didn't hear anything up until this. And they went, "Oh, did we say remake? Yeah, we just kind of meant remaster. That's what we want to call it. We don't want to call it a remake anymore. We really just want to call it a remaster." And that's when I went, "Oh, come on, man." Well, the weird thing about it is that they said it'll only be a remaster because of popular demand, which to me sounded fake. But when I looked at the user comments, there were several people that said, oh, thank goodness. I did not want them to remake this. I want it to be exactly as I remember playing it back in the day. So even though normally I'm one to call BS on lines like this, I I do think that there's this like big movement to keep it the same and keep it nostalgic. So that's what people are getting. I guess when yeah, when people have like those kind of memories, they don't want you know it to change. Like Metal Gear Solid, the original one, if they could update it today's graphics and keep it exactly the same, I'll shell out seventy bucks right now, you know, in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I, I get it, people who love it and stuff. I, I personally, I just remember all the cosplays. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And hey, for uh, Metal Gear remakes, you're gonna get Metal Gear Three Snake yep. Eater. Oh, not, so not too far. I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Well, that wraps up everything in regards to this week in gaming. As a reminder, we'd like to tell everyone to go check out Patreon support options at MultiplayerSquad.com and come follow us on socials at Video Gamers Pod. Uh, thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See everybody.